welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And this one is all about you guys because we are doing episode 105, which is a listener's choice episode. And we gave you multiple choices and this is the movie that you chose. Yes, it is. So why don't we go through the movies that we uh, gave them to choose from and then tell them what one. Okay. Um, we had... Uh, let's see. First, we had Jurassic Park or Jurassic, uh, Lost, Lost World, World Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, Lethal Weapon, which seems two. like it'd be a fun one. Lethal yeah. Weapon Two. Mm-hmm. We had Magic, Magic Mike, Mike XXL, and then the winner, which was not the wiener, no, <laughs> and Smurfs Two, which is the winner, right? Lost Village, yeah. No, okay. So the winner, um, by oh, not unanimous, but overall, like a lot of people voted for this one. Uh, we are doing Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon Lethal 2. Lethal Weapon 2, which is hard to find to stream. You can stream it on, um, I do believe, Google Play, and you can stream it on YouTube. You cannot stream it on Amazon Prime, Hulu, anything like that. Netflix, you cannot stream it on there, but you can stream it on the services I did say at the beginning, though. This is a Richard Donner movie. Richard Donner also directed uh, Lethal Weapon 1. He directed mm-hmm. the third one and the fourth one. He also directed one of my favorite horror movies of all time, The Omen. Yes. Uh, Conspiracy Theory. He directed that too as well. Yep. The Goonies. Correct. And he also directed one of my favorite underrated movies called 16 Blocks with um, Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Moe's Death. It was a great. That's yeah, a good movie. That's a good movie. And that was one I dismissed in the theater. Like yeah, when I saw the advertisements. Did. Yeah. I just kind of dismissed it, but I think I watched yeah. it with oh, you. Oh, it's Superman. The Superman movie. Yes. Yeah, Superman and Superman 2, yeah. I do believe. Yeah. Directed both of those, yeah. But we are doing Lethal Weapon 2, and uh, yeah. So um, this, of course, stars uh, the originals, uh, Mel Gibson and uh, the Glovemeister, right? Yep. Yeah. Danny Glover, no relation to Donald Glover. I'm sure they get that all the time. Donald well, Glover and Danny Glover. I think there there was an outstanding rumor that Danny Glover was Donnie Glo- Donald Glover's dad. Like son? Yeah. Son and dad thing? Yeah. No. no. Not even Incor- close. Incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, do we have a plot synopsis? Well, before we... Why don't we... Hey, before no, we get let's to just you. do a plot synopsis. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. no. Plot no, synopsis. No, we're not doing it. Okay, what are we because doing? Because I'm not a phony. <gasps> That's true. You're not a phony. That's right. <laughs> you might be. Yeah. I, however, am not you. a phony. I'm I'm too legit to quit. Um, no, but before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I think we need to say that uh, we are proud members of the No Phony Podcast Network, uh, which you can find at nophonynetwork.com. Uh, you should definitely check them out because there's all sorts of uh, different podcasts on there. Um, you know, if, if sports are your taste, we have BS3 Sports and Music, Bats and Balls podcast. Um, you know, we have... Uh, Gareth's Random Ramblings, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, um, you know, Comic BS, Man or Dog's Best Friend, Lights in the Sky. I mean, we have all sorts of stuff on here. So, um, and of course, one of our, our newest uh, part of the family, Brooke Reading Podcast. Um, this month, or though, um, the featured podcast is The Rant with Herman James and Friends. Sure. So you should definitely go check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Books. Check them out. Books. Check them out. (laughs) uh, But no, you should check with, uh, check them out. Uh, They're, it's a great listen. Yes. So 
Um, so this is our first uh, this is our first episode in, in June, which is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month! We are doing Lethal Weapon Two. <laughs> what? Perfect. So it has nothing to do with anything. So go ahead. yeah, yeah. This probably should have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have, but we didn't do that. Well, we almost had Magic Mike XXL. So. Uh, true, I guess. Uh, like we said before, this does star Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, but there is. One uh, character that that pops up that uh, is uh, pretty big in the franchise that pops up in this movie starts. Yes, Joe Pesci. Yes, Joe movie. Pesci as Leo uh, Getz. As Leo Getz. Yes, I think he's a, a great addition. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, I think he brings something uh, a little fresh air to it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So we will talk about that. Um, uh, but of course, this movie is. Um, Based on like the story behind it, like the story itself was the script was once written by the original, which was Shane Black. Shane right? Black, yes. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna assume the original was set during Christmas, <laughs> probably with probably all one movies, year yeah. later at Christmas time. One year later at Christmas. Uh, but yeah, you had some information about what the, the script was, right? Yeah, how like Shane Black had uh, what one of them dying, sacrificing. I want to say Riggs, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, gosh, I can't remember who it was now who sacrificed themselves. Um, I'm pretty sure it's probably Riggs. I mean, that seems like the best choice to kind of have, you know, someone sacrifice themselves. But the original story had had one of them dying. Of course, the studio did not like that because they were, they were like, we need to continue this because we need to make money. Because we have Warner Brothers. Yeah. See, yeah. This is before all the Disney. Like, this is where Warner Brothers just kind of has its head. Oh, uh, Riggs dies originally. Yeah. Oh. That's what I was thinking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This film was nominated for an Academy Award for a Best Sound Editing, if you can believe that. So there you go. Yeah, on I can. Uh, not, not so much the score of this movie. The score kind of drives me nuts. Uh, I don't know about you. Um, but all of a sudden you would get uh, a very dramatic scene and then this like sexy saxophone. Yeah. Would come that, in. that happened a lot in the first one too. Yeah. And so, but in the first one it worked because the first one's kind of a, it's, you know, more it's of a more like Shane Black's like kind of like yeah. neo-noir style. Right. And this one, it was just kind of weirdly placed. Weirdly placed. Yeah. Well, it was kind of, yeah. So the, the original thing was, um, Shane Black uh, developed his original draft of the script. Basically, Riggs died um, and, you know, wanted to basically have that kind of sacrifice and wrap up the story. Sure. Um, The studio didn't like it because they wanted to keep it going. and, And he's saying, you know, no, this is how it should be. And so they ended up making him film two versions a Riggs living and a Riggs dying. Really? Yeah. And uh, the, of course, the audience, uh, the audience, I think, liked the uh, Riggs liked the Riggs lived. Okay. And uh, you can actually still see kind of how the ending was. Yeah. Because where he's holding him at the end. Yeah. Like they aren't moving because originally, like they shot it so it could be really ambiguous whether oh, okay. Riggs lived or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but the studio kept screwing around with everything because like Shane Black has this stuff laid out. They kept changing it, wanting to make put more humor in here, make this funnier, do this and this, make it more lighthearted here. And they kept trying to change all these things <laughs> so that uh, people would, you know, be happy. And, right. and there's some humorous moments that actually work in this movie, but for the most part, I don't want it to be all humorous. Right. I don't want these movies to be only because I think it almost becomes a parody of itself after that. Yes. You I know agree. What I mean? And I'm like, ah, I don't want that. Well, and and they they knew the first one was a moneymaker. Like it, right. th- they didn't expect it to be they as big of a thing as it was. So this next one they pimped out, they put 28 million for budget. And so uh, opening weekend, it made 20 million. Mm. Uh Cumulative worldwide, like two hundred twenty-seven million. Okay, so, so like they they made their money. They they it. knew, yeah, they knew what they had, and they um, didn't want they they wanted to continue. You know what I mean? They didn't want to end it. Why yeah. would they? Right. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, but then the uh, so Shane Black ends up walking after a while. After about six months, he's like, "Peace, I'm out." He was going through a hard time uh, yeah. uh, uh, through his life at that yes. point, um, from what I read. Um, and, so, and Mel Gibson was kind of drinking a lot too during during this this uh, movie, uh, which is hard to believe, but uh, whatever. Um, but we should start with the opening, shall we? I actually kind of enjoyed this opening because we just jump into the action. Yes, right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like so I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine just jumping into something and going. Where's this going to lead us? Do you know what I mean? Like I feel, I, I feel like. We need that more often because so, so often we're bogged down with like exposition. Yeah. That sometimes like the action doesn't make sense because the exposition's getting in the way. And this is more exposition of what is going on. So it fits to what we need. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to here's what happened last time, last time on Lethal Weapon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I enjoyed the chase because they're they're chasing down our bad guy, at yeah. least during during this well, scene. Here, okay, so here is the. Uh, oh, did we give a plot synopsis? No. I'm sorry, I it's just okay. jumped we ahead. Did, we just got. Talking. I just love because listener's choice. All right, Los Angeles PD officers Roger Murtaugh and Martin Riggs are back. And this time they're chasing a thug in a red BMW. <laughs> when the car crashes, several million dollars in Cougarans, South African currency, currency, spill out of the trunk. After Murtaugh is ambushed in his home by a group of South African thugs, they speculate that the vehicle they were chasing may be linked. When their captain assigns them to guard a witness in a drug case, they soon find out that the drug dealers the witness was dealing with are South African diplomats hiding behind their immunity to carry out cocaine smuggling. Riggs also discovers that one of the consulate employees is, in fact, the murderer of his wife. After the thugs kill a consul secretary Riggs was in love with and several fellow police officers are murdered by the diplomats, Riggs and Murtaugh exact angry, bloody revenge against the psychopathic drug-dealing diplomats. Yeah, that pretty much sums that whole movie up. Yep. 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 There you go. You've been deuced. All right, folks. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I enjoyed this opening scene. I mean, it's 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 fast. It's what we expect from Lethal Weapon. Yeah, we expect the craziness of uh, of Mel Gibson and in the whole uh, bounce off of, of Danny Glover's 
Murtaugh. Just the whole, you know, the, you know, this is getting old. You know, I'm too old for this shit or whatever. Um, it works. Yeah. You know, up to, I mean, this movie works up to a point and then it starts kind of, kind of losing me in a way. I, you can, I, but I this feel beginning, like you can, you can feel Shane Black's script. Yes. And then when they start like cramming pieces no. in because no. it doesn't quite match up. Right. Um, but did you enjoy this opening? Yeah, very much yeah, so. I did, I did so too. Well, it sets up so you basically see Riggs and Murtaugh's personalities again. Right. In their conversation where Riggs is like, he's trying to put his foot over on the gas when uh, Murtaugh's driving. He's like push, trying to push the gas. And he's like, no, 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 no. You know, no, no. He's, I, I got it under control. You don't need to speed that fast. You don't need mm-hmm. to do this and this. And it's uh, his wife's new car. They're, it's their... Uh, um, like uh, not minivan, like a station wagon. Station wagon. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so it's his station wagon. What cops need station wagons. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, but and I also like that because it ends up setting up a joke throughout the entire movie. The uh, it's it's my wife's brand new car. Brand new car, and it gets beat up so much. Yeah. Yeah. And so like they get in accidents, they get whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's totally a Shane Black like. You know, keep that thread going mm. through it. Um, but yeah, it uh, you know, it sets up their personalities. We're right into the danger, and it, sometimes, and I think we've talked about this before too. Where sometimes I like when we don't have the lead up to like what's happening, like mm-hmm. when you just get thrust into the action, mm-hmm. and you don't have time to think about what you would do or what's happening or what happened last time. You're mm-hmm. just in it mm-hmm. and then you just got to go for the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really did enjoy the opening with mm-hmm. that too. I did too. Yeah. Especially the, um, the ending when they, when they do eventually uh, uh, just figure it all out. And, and, and like you said, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of movies have South Africans as their villains. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like, Oh, okay. This, Cause it's always like the Russians or the Chinese. Yeah. It's never like the South Africans. Or like, or some sort of like South America. Yeah. South. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very much so. But not South Africa. No. You know what I mean? And I and love that. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No. What were no, you saying? Go, no, you go. <laughs> no. I And I love too that like the, the villains are not like remarkable in what they're doing. No, I mean, we as, know right away they're villains. In in fact, they're very kind of like benign as far as villains go. Like they have oh. weapons and stuff. But I think the thing that makes me hate them so much is like we're talking South Africa in the 80s. Right. And they make them super racist. Yes. And, and don't apologize for it. No. At all. And it's your good guys calling out racism. Yeah. Against people who are racist. Yeah. And uh, I think. You know, it's like they're not as menacing as some people. Seems, they're not like a so paramilitary it's like force. That's eye opening for us. Like yeah. someone's standing up for that. Yeah. And like that's the villainous of it. Yes. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's and it's amazing too. Like you you're just like, wow. And they're they're protesting and everything, and you're like, and and not to editorialize, but it's like, wow, I see a lot of these things where they're yeah. protesting South Africa. About all, like apartheid and like they're they're saying to free Nelson Mandela and like you know calling out racism, yeah. but it's things 
I see people protesting about now yeah. where things have kind of come to a head. So it's like, no it's time, interesting. Yeah. No time to do the bad guys. There's no, there's, it's, there's no gray area to these bad guys. You know, right away. And you know, throughout the movie, these guys are up to no good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. There's no redeeming quality. There's no bad guy that's going to have like the redemption story. Yeah. They're just flat out racist. Yes. And we're okay if they get what they, what they deserve. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just a very, you know, that kind of is good and bad. Kind of it has its pros and cons. You know, for instance, yes. like I'm okay when 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 they eventually do get their up and comings, but like it also is like uh, maybe we should have a little bit of struggle for that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, where it's, you, you get like that that villain where it's just villain, yeah, straight up villain. And sometimes I don't like that as much. Well, okay, almost like so, that. There's like that confusion. Yes, gray area. Well, it's like you think about like a, a great villain character like Hans Gruber. And in Die Hard, right? Like and he where, did it for a well, reason. He well, yeah. he starts off he saying, thought, "Here's it's for this like movement." <laughs> yeah, and so you think, "Oh, he's this like idealist," and then you realize part of the way through, no, it's a it's a robbery veiled in right this other thing, and it makes it almost that much more. You're like, "Ew!" Yeah, like he's, ew, he's just a, you're a common thief. Yeah. You know, it's not about this. It's just you want to steal money. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know and what it's I mean? like that's I, got like, layers to I'm it. I'm more of a diehard than I am a lethal weapon fan. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just there's something about the die. It's yes. Diehards are cheesy, but it's more digestible cheesiness. Yeah. As opposed to like, I feel like sometimes later on in, in the in the series, it almost becomes hand-fisted in a way and even yes. this one kind of does it yeah especially towards the end with twists and stuff but we'll talk about that so we go back to his house to Murtaugh's house and he's getting a, like um, a garage built yeah with like a man cave yes you know what I mean his we, hobby room yes his hobby room that's what I meant to say and um, so they, yeah come come see it and the, the guy that's doing the uh, the you know this old house guy he, uh, he has one of those nail guns and he's like putting the nail through and they both pull out their guns because it sounds like a gunshot, um, which I'm saying that because that's important for later on in, in, in the movie. Um, I love that character, but we didn't get him a lot, which is fine because the plot didn't need him. But I almost because I love that character actor. I don't know who that character actor is, but I love that. Guy. Jack McGee. Jack McGee. He has a line. In this movie, that's so great that I think it was improved, that they just were like, "Yeah, let's go for it." Like after the commercial, yes, that uh, Murtaugh's uh, daughter's in. Oh yeah, he, he's in a, she's in a condom commercial, and so Riggs says, "Hey guys, you gotta watch the uh, Tales from the Crypt or whatever tonight at like eight o'clock, or whatever." Yeah, you know, because Riggs or Murtaugh's daughter's gonna be in it. Yeah. She's in it. Uh, first commercial she's in. Uh, so everyone's like, yeah. Well, it turns out she's in a condom commercial. And he goes, oh, she did well. And he, I think he says, um, well, yeah, uh, she made me want to go get condoms. <laughs> like, yeah. The way he says it. It's I so love, great. And I like that, like, the Jack McGee character, I'm like, why weren't you in this more? I like, know. That's what I mean. Like, I'm just like, Ugh. I get that he's not, like, part of the family, but, like. Like it, when he was in the living room with everybody else, just standing there, I mm-hmm. was like, "Okay, you're fun." Yes. Like I, you know. Yeah. I I like that. 
um, he, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of this great. Gruff, it's almost like, like he should have been like later on when when um, Danny Glover's and like up in his hobby room or whatever. Yeah. After when they're trying to kill everyone, it's almost like he should have been up there with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And kind of fighting it with him or something. I don't know. I just wanted more of him, but that's just me. No, the guy, this guy, he, yeah. he plays a lot of cops and stuff like that. So yeah, he does. He knows so how to. He's good that he was a construction worker. Yes. Yeah. Well, he yeah. probably plays a lot of those too, I'm guessing. Yeah. But um, no, it it just, a, it was a great scene. Yeah. I, I like that scene because it also has like, shows Murtaugh as a family man. Yeah. And it shows his dynamic with his family and the whole kind of like, he's not a bumbler, but he's kind of the the kind of just has bad luck with yeah. stuff. And so when he sees like his daughter in this commercial, he's all excited for it's a condom commercial. The rest of the family's like, Oh, and you see rigs. And a lot of times I thought tales from the crypt was on HBO. Why did it have commercial? It was, I don't know. Was it syndicated? Maybe, and maybe were, that's why. Yeah. It's weird. But I think it's funny. Like actually, I think there's a lot of times in this movie where, um, he's uh like you are getting legitimate laughing like uh Mel Gibson oh i, I think believe he, that i think he laughs at scenes yeah. but he also is a very controlled with his acting yeah. so it seems scripted or it seems part of it but like there's like a certain look he gets where i'm just like i think you're actually laughing yeah i think so too at like Danny Glover's reactions to things cuz and Danny Glover does such great reactions yeah, he's almost, he's a really good patsy. Like he's really yes. good at, uh, at playing that role. Yes, yes. He's always kind of has, you know, in a way. You know, I want to say the only movie that I cannot think of him doing that is probably the color color of purple. Yeah, um, that's about it. That's about it, though. Um, yeah, and so um, at first I was like, is Riggs living with them? But you said they're just so close. Do you know yeah, they're they. He yeah. spends a lot of time with Murtaugh. Like family. he's play, he's. Making chili at one point, and um, Bertog's uh, wife is uh, she found a pen right, she, like in the laundry or whatever. Oh yeah, Trish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and wasn't that the pin that his wife gave him or something? It was. Uh, it's just a reminder that hey, this guy had a wife and he, yeah. she died. I mean, that's just what it was. He yeah, and and Trish has never heard the story about right. how like what happened, but it's also a reminder for us. Yeah, it's a reminder for it us. It was. Uh, his wife was, was she pregnant? I can't remember. Really. I think she was either pregnant or They were going they on a, a romantic. Yeah, but he was he was working late, mm-hmm. and uh, he was supposed to be home, and uh, he got caught up in work, and he's like, well, just meet me over yeah. wherever. So she was driving and was going to meet him there. Yeah. I bring uh, this up because this is the only real exposition that's really kind of important. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That we bring up. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and a little bit about the house. Yeah. Like, I think they're talking about, like, the, like, a lot of the rebuild on the house mm-hmm. is because of stuff from before. So now we can, we come to the scene where he get, they get uh, duct taped, right? Uh, well, close. So, like, uh, so earlier during all the, the chase, like we said. Yeah. All these cougarans fall out of the back of the car, like these gold Cougars? Like cougar, like like yep. older women. Yep. Wow. Yep. All these cougar towns fall out of the back of the car. 
all these copies of Cougar Town, <laughs> season one and season two, Cougar Town. Um, but they all fall out of the car, and so like they take it into evidence. Well, they we flash to like a South African mobster guy. We don't know anything about them yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But it goes to him, and he's talking to his lieutenants, and right. like the guy who was driving, who actually is like one of those actors. Like he's kind of a. Uh, he's like a been in tons of stuff. He is uh, saying, well, I couldn't be helped. You know, this was uh, I, you know, they were after us. It was nothing we could do about it. Uh, Mark Rolston mm-hmm. is the actor's name was saying there's nothing I could have done. You know, like they were on us. It's not my fault. And so the, the guy who's kind of the lieutenant, uh, uh, Peter, he shoots Hans in the head and kills him. And that's kind of, we get the idea of like, ooh, they're so savage for ooh, the savage. don't tolerate fight failure. Ooh, they're Fred Savage. Yeah. And of course it's um the guy who... Uh, he does it with a voiceover with Daniel Stern. Oh, you guys are so Fred Savage. Yeah. It's um Joss Ackland. So uh, Joss Ackland is guy, he's the Deuce alum. He played uh, Ed Dinamolos in uh, uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Bill Journey. Bill and Ted. No. Or yeah, he played Dinamolos, sorry. Uh, which is Ed Solomon backwards. The, uh, he plays Dinamolos. He's been in a bunch of things. Um, but he is the, the South African uh, right, the, leader. The, yes. Um, which we later learn out, learn they're part of the consulate. Right. Like he's the diplomat. Um, so they, uh, basically they're like, well, let's go show these cops what's up. So of course, out of all the, of Riggs and Murtaugh, they pick Murtaugh Mm -hmm. and they show up to his house and, uh, they duct tape them and are talking to him and saying like, just get away from this. Yeah. You know, or do you know what we did with your kids? You know, oh, did we do something to them? Did we not? Like, you don't know. You know, are we going to kill you? Like, you're you're just going to find out. Mm-hmm. And uh, if only they had protection, like a condom. <laughs> but like, and the interesting thing is, too, like they call him something. I can't remember what the word is. And I'm oh, not really yeah. South it African for the N word. Yeah, it's basically like a, it's like the N word, more or less. And mm-hmm. I was like. Because I looked it up, I'm like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So I looked at it, and I was like, ooh. And uh, it comes up again. Yes. And like, and without context, you're like, oh, like, I have a feeling I know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, even without yeah. having looked it up, I was like, yikes. Okay. But um, they threaten him, but he gets loose. And so, like, they report it, and they're trying to figure out who it might be. And they're like, wait a minute, but I was attacked by these guys. They had funny accents. And uh, they realize that, oh, it's like South African. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they realize, oh, well, you know, maybe those are, and we found Cougarins, maybe it's part of the same thing. Sure. And so then they, uh, they basically, they try to visit like some of the South Africans and get kind of shooed away and stuff. They're, they're trying to figure it out. No, no, they don't. They get, I think, I think you're, you're a little far ahead of the script. I think that's when they get uh, reassigned 
to yeah they the give Pesci him to give him like an easier thing but yeah they give him an easier thing yeah so they yeah so they give him they give him the um the assignment to go protect um yeah. what what's his name leo leo leo, leo gets leo gets leo gets you what you want yeah yeah that's why i tell people okay 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 okay, okay. okay. uh played by joe pesci so they yes. go to his hotel and then they realize that uh someone someone's about ready to kill joe pesci yeah character and they like what rigs and him fall out the window right? yeah. yeah they're fighting the south african guy yeah. and they all go out the window yeah um and you and, and they so fall to the they fall to the the pool the pool yeah and he's like i can't swim i can't swim i can't swim yeah and this his character i love this character <laughs> the, the leo this character could have gone the wrong way could have could have been really annoying but for some reason, they pull back on him a little bit. I think they do it because because he's like, not he's annoying, but in a lovable way. Yeah, because the other part of this was um, so Shane Black also likes to introduce gay characters into his stories. And oh, you mean like Iron Man? Oh, no. I'm just <laughs> um, so like I think that like originally he was supposed to be like a gay character. Like he was very effeminate and every, that's how it was written. Mm. And Joe Pesci's like, not sure if this works like this. Okay, is he like the equivalent of like Ben Kingsley and like Iron Man three kind of in a way. Is that what where he, where he's kind of caricaturish. Yeah, kind of yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so whatever. he was just like, um, Hold on. What if it was like, can I try something different? Right, right. Because uh, Val Kilmer's character in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yep. Yeah, now I keep, I just keep putting it through my head. Shane yeah. Black. Yeah, he yeah. does. He likes doing That's that. weird. Yeah. I just can't think of the nice guys. Just Russell Crowe. Just say Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, he has, he has some character. I'm trying to think, but it's not like a like pronounced character. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'd have to look back on that. Yeah. I think you're right, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, but he, um, Joe Pesci was like, eh, can I try something different? And I don't think it was, I don't think it was because like Joe Pesci's professional enough. I don't think it's cause it was a gay character. I think it was because it just, the character probably didn't work. Right. Like I trust Joe Pesci yeah, with that a little bit. Um, yeah, go ahead. Keep talking. Cause I'm, yeah, I want to assume something, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so he was like, what if I played this character like he's an overeager tour guide? <laughs> Basically what it is. Like when you go to like Disney or something and they're like, or you go, um, for those of you who've ever been on the Universal Studios, like Jaws tour, the Jaws ride where they're like, oh no, Jaws is coming for us. Where they're like really helpful and upbeat and, you know, really overly peppy. That's what he was trying to do. So he says, okay, 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 okay a lot and just because yeah. he's I mean from what I know if I, if I remember correctly I thought that Joe Pesci's character in JFK was gay yes I so it's so. not like he isn't like no you no. know going against that I think he's just saying that I just want to try this somewhat different I think he thought that hey you know there's a mean? better way to do this yeah and I love this character he's fun he so and he's I love that he's not just like a passive participant. He doesn't show up in some scenes and we don't see him again. Like um there's stuff with like later when yeah, Riggs like and Murtar are in trouble. Yeah. 
he wants to help. And there's even a scene where like other police officers are holding them back because he's like, these are my friends. Mm. You know, and it's like, I love just how the character interacts. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like he's the, the third one. Yes. You know, it's like the, the fifth beetle in yeah. a way. Um, and it, it almost brings a freshness to it because you have uh, Riggs and Murtaugh and they're always constantly kind of at each other's throats. Yeah. You know, but you have this positive. So they're not really that positive of characters, right? Right. They're really not. Probably Murtaugh more than Riggs. But, you know, what I mean? for, for the most part, their attitude isn't like that. So this almost brings like a new dimension to it, which I'm glad. Like it's something different to counterbalance those two. Yes. And it works perfectly. Agreed. For me. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great. Um, Yeah. So then they go, that's when they go to, because they're like, this is all the connections are. Well, and he he was, he was uh, laundering money for the South Africans. Yeah. But he also was screwing them over because he was taking some off the top. Yeah. Which is why they came after him in the first place. And so then he agreed to testify against Mm -hmm. them. So like, Everything keeps coming up, and they're like, oh, this is a bigger issue. Let's go talk to them. Yeah. Uh, and basically, they kind of get shooed he's away. He's the sleazeball that you love. Like, he's so yes. he's like so sleazy, but so nice about it. They're yeah. like, yes, this is so great. They, they go to, uh, they don't go to the consulate. They go to this house where he did these things. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they bring the cops in. They're like, yeah, okay, we're going to bust everybody. Um, And that's when you, the... Uh, uh, Rudd comes down the uh, Paul Rudd, no Arjun Rudd. Oh, not Paul Rudd. No, are they related? Yes, I can tell my mom that they are. Well, well, She'll believe a, me. He's a character. Paul mm. Rudd is a real person. Oh, but okay. yes, they are related. Oh. I'll go with that. Elmer Fudd or Rudd. Sorry, Rudd. go ahead. Rudd, uh, Fudd Rudd, Fudd Ruckers. <laughs> it's all connected. Rudd. Do they eat at Fudd Ruckers? Okay, keep going. <laughs> so, uh, Rudd comes down and says, uh, "I have." Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> and uh, basically he claims he claims I can do whatever I want. Yeah, so they can't arrest him because right. they, they verify it. And they're like, oh, well, shit. Okay. Yeah. So they're all allowed to go. Um, so uh, I think at that point, too, like Riggs is like, I'm just going to keep harassing you. I actually think this is a fun scene, too. Riggs just keeps showing mm-hmm. up places where Rudd is. And he's just like staring him down. <laughs> <laughs> it's I and imagine Letterman jacket that he just can't let go. Yeah, his yeah. his, which I imagine it's like being in a beef with Mel Gibson. He just like shows up places and I, stares at you. You know that was kind of like that's Mel Gibson. Yeah, like if anything, like I would figure if you would piss him off, he would show up and and just surprise you like yeah. left and right. You're like, oh crap, oh no. Um, well, and like yeah. and there's at one point. Yeah. uh there's a, a great scene where like they go to the consulate. They try to they're they're like we're gonna sneak inside because yeah. we need to get a look at some stuff. Right, that's later on, sure. But yeah, let's talk about the scene that I think everyone kind of remembers about this movie, and that's the scene where um, Danny Glover's character is on the toilet and there's a bomb on the toilet. Yes, right. Yeah, and so um, they you know um, Riggs comes to the house because he hasn't uh, he hasn't shown up for work and so they don't know where he's at. Right. Yeah. So he goes to his house and he's looking around and he well, says, "All the other detectives get killed." No, that's later on. I swear that's not. no, that's later on. Okay, that's later on because it, because it is later on. Trust me. Okay. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. 
Thank you. You heard it here, folks. I was right. <laughs> Even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> so I think this is the scene that I think everyone remembers because it's part of the uh, the trailer. There's like a teaser that okay. had it. Um, so he says, there's a bomb on the toilet and he's been there for like, what, eight hours? And he just is, you know, this is, you know, yeah. you know. So he shows up and he says, I need help. He's like, ah, don't. He says, call the bomb squad. Don't call the bomb squad. Then everyone will know. He's like, you know, I'll, I'll keep it under wraps. He says, you know, just don't tell everyone. I don't want one of this to be a big deal. And the next scene, they cut and they have so many <laughs> sirens and so many people. <laughs> it's so great. It's really great. It's probably the funniest part of the movie. Um, and then they, they uh, what are they doing? They were like blowing smoke to like try to get it to. Oh, no. So, well, and first off, too, I think it's and it's pretty creepy. Like, yeah. Murtaugh could have gone up, but he just right. happened to be looking at the toilet paper, right. and it said "boom," boom, like goodbye or something like that. Because and that's when he realized something's up. Yeah. So uh, they're put the whole bomb squad is there, and they're talking him through what they're seeing. They put liquid nitrogen that's around is, the yeah. bomb to slow it down. To slow it down. That's what it is. And in the meantime, they're like, "Okay, um." We are going to like it, it's got funniness to it, but then it's got this really touching pieces where well, it's yeah, like I think it's 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 touching because he's like um, because Riggs is like I'm not going anywhere because at one point they're like we need like clear the clear clear, clear the it out and he's like but he can't get up by himself because they want him to go into this tub that this old tub that he has in, in his uh, bathroom so it can block him from from you know the bomb. Right, because uh, he'll be he'll be safe there. They've worked it out, and uh, there's like he can't get up. I have to be there for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and he doesn't want to get up just to leave him right. in general. In general, but it definitely not when he can't even really get up and move around. So he's like, I'm gonna have to help him. So they're like, get into the tub. It's cast. It's a cast iron. Or something. Uh, yeah, right. it's an old like heavy metal tub. Sure. Pull the bomb blanket over you and you'll be fine. Yeah. And so they, uh, they're talking about, it's got this very serious thing where like, um, Murtaugh goes, Riggs. And then he just is like silent and he's kind of looking at him. And it's, they're kind of like, I love you, man, kind of time. They, they don't say it. Riggs just goes, yeah, I know. I know. And I know you're scared. I know you're whatever. He's like, well, we're going to do this. And so they get ready. I love that they're almost ready to do it, and he they go one, two. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing it on three or after three? And so they kind of like talk it out how it's supposed to mm-hmm. be, um, which again I feel is it feels very Shane Blacky, mm-hmm. but like they do it so well it seems almost ad libbed. Mm-hmm. But uh, they finally dive into the tub, and like the toilet goes flying out the window, right. So this is where they use that as the, the teaser. And they said, this time they're taking no crap. What? Like, yes. They actually, they oh, actually God. But also, like, the toilet shoots all the way out and lands on, on a car, right? On the station wagon. On the station wagon. That's been beat to hell. But here's the thing. I don't think that that toilet would be in one piece. Agreed. I'm like, uh, okay. So it gets a little cartoonish there a little yeah. bit. So, uh, and when it yeah. blows up, that's when like Leo yeah. is like, "No, Riggs, Murtaugh," and like no. trying to get to them. Yes, and the other cops are having to hold like three cops are holding him back because he wants to just make sure his friends are okay. Right. 
So I'm like, oh, that's when they go. That's when they go back there, and then they and um, that's the the next thing. Yeah, they go back. So, they have Joe Pesci. Yeah. So Leo goes inside, and he's just like, "Hey, one of my friends wants to yeah immigrate to, to South Africa. South Africa. Uh, can you can you talk him out of it? Right. He's like, talk him out of it. Why would I do that? I want him to go. And he's like, uh, he's like, well, okay, let me, you know, he's like, just bring him in. And by the way, this is a very young Jim Piddock. Yeah, he's a character actor. You might know him from um, a lot of the Christopher Guest movies. Yep. He was the train enthusiast in uh, Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Also, the uh, the other commentator for Best in Show. Yep, Trevor Beckwith. Yeah. Yes. He was, uh, he was in uh, Mascots. He was in, like, all <laughs> Of course, he was in Mascots. He was in, like, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then he's just like, oh, no, we won't talk him out of it. So then uh, Danny Glover comes in. And he's just like, why would you want to, you, you can't immigrate to South Africa. And he goes, why? You're black. And he goes, no, I want to go there. And I want to like fight with my brothers and sisters and like keeps going on right. and on. And of course, then it causes a big stir. Right. So then Riggs can sneak inside. Sure. Uh, and he gets in there, steals like a piece of paper with a name on it. And... Uh, at that point, he runs into a bunch of the people from the consulate no. and, you know, holds them all at bay while he escapes. Mm-hmm. And this is where they, that the consul, the, the South yeah. African guys are so pissed that they go after all the cops. Yes. So this so, is where he starts killing them. Yeah. So, like, he he kills one guy who's just doing, like, exercises. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just exercising. Yes. He kills another, or they kill the. My favorite kill in any movie is is this next one that you're going to talk about, the, which is the the girl on the diving board. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm going to take a big dip before I go into um to go uh on my shift, uh, you know, today. Yeah. So she goes on the diving board, and the diving board blows up, and she goes shooting into the water and dies. Yeah, she's which just I'm like, flipping. first of all, you would have to know that she is an avid diver and that she loves to do that. Yeah. I don't know if they were like watching her, but it seems very coincidental. By the way, it's, it's Jeanette Goldstein from aliens who played Vasquez. Sure. Oh yeah. 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 You said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she goes flipping through the air and then lands in the pool. Just like, Uh, and then their poker game that, that Murtaugh was supposed to be at. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and so he's supposed to be at this thing, but he's oh. watching Leo. Right. Uh, and he realizes he at, the, at that time realizes he knows the name of the woman that he found in the right. consulate. And so he just has to verify it. It's not that it's a boat name. Right. Uh, right. He has like yeah. on a home video. Meanwhile, Riggs is uh, followed the woman that works at the uh, console. Yes. And uh, they decide to. You know, at the supermarket. And so he goes, would you like to have dinner with me? Yes. So they have dinner and then they screw. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. Which is a very awkward scene. It is pretty awkward. Uh, but it was awkward filming. The actress said that it was awkward filming that because they're both married and Catholic. <laughs> so they she didn't really feel that comfortable. But she felt comfortable showing her nipples. So go figure. Yeah. You know. I guess the paycheck says what the paycheck says. Yeah. Right. Eh, you know, so, they're acting. They're sure. It, it might be uncomfortable, but they're doing it for their craft. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Patsy Kent. And it. so this is where I don't know, like a whole bunch of uh 
you know, guys start shooting at uh, Riggs's uh, trailer. Yeah, yeah, they fly in on yeah. helicopters yeah. and just start blowing the hell out of this thing. Yeah. And, uh, like, at one point, like, Riggs takes a couple of them out, takes the guns. He is fighting all of them off, and he manages to, like, down one of the helicopters. And so they're driving away. He and uh, Rika get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. uh, along with the dog. Yeah. So he ends up dropping her at her house. Yes. And then, you know, the loving scene where, you know, she's, they're kissing each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're the best. And he's all giddy and starts yeah. running down. She has, she has his jacket. Yeah, she has his jacket. His leather jacket. And it's such a romantic, fun scene. He's all excited. Yeah. Yeah, he does, uh, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt from 50, uh, 500 <laughs> Days of Summer. But, by the way, during all of this, too, Leo gets captured. Yeah. Oh, Leo does get captured. Yeah, yeah. So um, he slides down to his, his truck, and he's all like, lovesick. And then someone hits him over the head with uh, and uh, kidnaps him. Yeah. And um, it's uh, the one... Uh, muscle bound guy the, the guy that we were talking about that um works for the south africans yeah the one that they were well not the one they were chasing but the one that kills a whole bunch of people i can't think of his name right now why well, can't i think of that character's name anyway sherman howard yeah right because now we get the big scene where they tie yeah. him up sherman howard uh he was in day of the dead the george romero movie uh, like in the stand and stuff like that. So they tie him up, Tons and just like a good villain, they he gives a little bit of information. Because before he was like, uh, Riggs of the Chicago Riggs, and he has a heavy Australian. And I, this <laughs> Mel Gibson has a really it's, it's the eighties, so he hasn't really kind of lost that accent. So I'm like, oh yeah, when you mean Chicago, you mean Chicago, Australia, that lovely city of Chicago, Australia. That's the one. Uh, with the outback there. Yeah. It's a yeah. suburb of Melbourne. <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, yeah. At that and so point, this like, is where, like, uh, any good villain, uh, he has to tell his plan. His yeah. plan actually was that he was the one that killed uh, his wife yes. a long time ago. He said, you always lose your women. Yeah. You know, you. I, I killed your wife. Right. You you were interfering with our drug right. running in Florida, in Florida, and so we we're going to teach you a lesson. But it turns out it was your wife, not you. This seems very hand fisted. Very because there's no lead up. There's no tie yeah, to that. Yeah, there's no tie in. The, All the of only sudden, thing we got was like, uh, "Riggs, is yeah. that you?" Yeah, that's the only thing we got like from from previous. Yes, in the movie. You mean the Chicago Riggs? Yes, the Chicago Riggs, with my Chicago accent. Yes. That that I that I have. Good day, mate. Hi, I'm I'm part of the Chicago Rigs of the Chicago Rigs. <laughs> um, so it's really kind of not put together. Cor- I don't think correctly. It, it's very like there's nothing. It's almost like we have to we have to we have a loose end that we need to tie up. Yes, and he doesn't you know? ever say anything like, "Wait a minute, I chased these guys." Right. Or yeah, this it would is, be this different. Is just it was like, like before the movie, like or before this scene. We had some kind of foreshadowing besides him knowing who he was that this could possibly be the guy that killed his wife. But it just fell flat. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't really work for me. So they uh, kind of lock him up in chains and throw him off 
the pier. Um, and that's where we run into the woman from the console too. She has died and she's underneath the water in his leather jacket. So not only do we got that, but we also don't have a great uh, goodbye for her. She's just dead. Yeah, she's just dead. She's just, she just died like the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Spoiler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We just wrote her off in five minutes. Boom. You're done. Which I was like, again, we should have led up to that. Like, she, he should have been able to, like, maybe try to free her, but couldn't. And then she died. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could have been more of an impact. But now that's that's even less of an impact because he's got to go after the guy that killed his wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he gets out of it just like earlier when he um, they uh, were making the bet of how long he can get out of his straight jacket because he, you know, dislocated dislocated his shoulder. shoulder. It comes back in the movie, and he is out for vengeance. He is on his way. And and he finally gets a hold of uh, Murtaugh. Well, and Murtaugh's been fighting people off too. Right. Like, uh, and he ends up, it flashes back to the nail gun that he was messing with earlier. That's true he too, uses yeah. it to kill two yeah. of the different guys. Yeah. I mean, we knew that was going to come back, but, it, you yeah. know, it was fun. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. And, but those are, I'm okay with those kind of callbacks. Yes, because we saw it before. We knew it was going to happen. But right. they, these are just like, what? Yes. Oh, okay. That was convenient. Yeah. You're, you're the guy that killed his wife. Yes. Congratulations. Awkward. Yeah, right? Um, I don't know. They don't like that. Uh, so they go to find the boat where they are. And, of course, like, Riggs is ready to sacrifice himself, hence the Riggs dying ending. Yeah. Uh, and Murtaugh goes with him and is like, nope, we got to, let's get him. Yeah. Uh, so they they go and basically infiltrate and yes. start, uh, they find all the laundered money. Yes. And they end up. They and they end up just basically throwing it all in the the ocean in the in the water. Yeah, yeah they set the car off and all yeah. the stuff goes out. That's our money. <laughs> That's our money. And so, um, and, and so they end up uh, battling the guys, the South African guys. Um, and there's a scene with Riggs and uh, what's his bucket who. Um, uh, he drops the the trailer on him. Oh yeah, he's fighting. Yeah, uh, he's fighting. He's fighting because he Peter. has to. He has to get revenge on him because he killed, you know, his wife. So he drops a trailer on him. Yeah. Well, he, uh, <laughs> Riggs is just walking, and all of a sudden this knife just flies into the back of his oh, leg. Yeah. That's and that's so, another one too. And I don't know about you, like I hate the way the South Africans fought in this. There's a lot of like. Spin kicking over and over and over. <laughs> there was a lot of spin he's kicking. like he keeps fucking spin kicking and then like he rolls and tries to get back up and he spin kicks him again and he just keeps doing that and that didn't just happen like twice. No, it felt like they were part of the Cobra Kai, weren't they? Yeah, like it, was, it, it was like seriously, it felt like it went on for like ten minutes. Oh, it of was like pretty bad. Him just trying to stand up, it was pretty awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but they fight. They um. He manages to stab Peter with mm-hmm. that knife and he starts walking away because he sees something. Peter is going now for his gun to be able to shoot Riggs and Riggs drops the, the crate on top of him. Sure. So, which is kind of a fun ending 
Mean, meanwhile, character. Danny Glover's on his way to uh, kill the uh, the head guy. Yeah. Right? And one of my favorite line ratings of any movie, where, he's like, where he goes, I've got dip- diplomatic immunity. So again, he kind of comes back because yeah. earlier or later he's up there and he goes, diplomatic immunity. I have diplomatic immunity. And, and kudos to, and then, to Danny Glover here too because... His character kind of like you look at him and you see him think about. Well, he's no because he shoots he shoots Riggs like a lot. Yeah, or, you know, four times whatever it is. Yeah. I got diplomatic immunity. Yeah, and then like yeah, like like Murtaugh has kind of that moment like should I should I not? Yeah, yeah. Murtaugh thinks about. And he shoots him in the head and says, "It's been revoked." Yeah, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> it's been revoked. But he's like, I got diplomatic immunity, and I'm like. Did that line reading come from the Skeletor of acting? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think like he shoots through like the immunity thing that he's holding up. I thought it hit him in the head, but... It did. It went yeah. through the thing oh, to his think, head. Oh, okay, it might have. Yeah. Um, so uh, he goes down to console Riggs because he's been shot. Yeah, and he's like, hold on, hold yeah. on. You're not leaving us yet. Yeah. yeah. You're not dead until I tell you you're dead. Yeah. You're not dead until I tell you you're dead. Yeah. This franchise isn't dead until we tell <laughs> you it's dead. It's not. It goes on for two more yes. movies after this. So, and uh, the ambulance and all the policemen come, and uh, the credits roll, and uh, we hear a nice George Harrison song, and you've been deuced, deuced, boom. Five question time, Jeremy. Five. What's your favorite part about this We're movie? John Tom. Um. I like a lot of the. Um, I like a lot of the. Oh, easy. <laughs> I like a lot of the. The interactions between those two, like I think they are pretty good. Like the, the way they look at each other, the way they like share a lot of like. I get a good feeling like they're supposed to be partners, and those two really yeah. pull it off well. Danny Glover and. Um, Mel Gibson do but I think like the thing that makes this movie palatable to me and that makes it fun to watch is Leo yeah Joe Pesci does a phenomenal job and like the character is so great because he's upbeat and even when he's even when he's kind of being negative I think the most negative thing I can think of with him is like when he gets the tuna fish sandwich instead of like roast beef he kind of is is complaining about it, but even then he pulls himself out of it yeah. and is upbeat again. Yes. Like, I love that character. And I, I do, think too. That He's... I think those two need it, especially if, if you think, like, hey, this was going to be a lot darker because of, you know, Riggs dying, that it's important for Leo to be in there because it's a balance to, like, sure. interject something on something that was going to be a harder movie. Right. I agree with you. Um, it probably is the best part of the movie. I kind of agree with you on the underplaying or the underratedness of Danny Glover at the end of this movie as far as, like, him playing that inner dialogue of, like, should I not do it, should I do it, and then even delivering the line of, like, you know, yeah, it's been revoked. But, like, in between there, I kind of enjoyed that because I think that he kind of gets overshadowed by Mel Gibson a lot in these movies yeah. because Mel Gibson's in the more flashier role. Well, and I'm not saying that like Danny Glover's a great I, Danny Glover. I could take 
you know, keep him or take him or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a, he's a fine actor. He's, he's fine. I'm, I actually never really enjoyed him. But uh, I have a little bit more respect after kind of seeing this movie in, in a little fresher eyes. But you're right. I mean, bottom line is bringing the freshness of the Leo character is probably the best part of this movie. So uh, I think that scene is even better to that Danny Glover scene at the end with it's just been revoked. Mm-hmm. Because there's also, um, he does this thing earlier. So he finds a cougar and he's like, hey, this is evidence, guys. You can't just have this out here or yeah. keep it as a souvenir or whatever. And then, like, he has Riggs. Is, he's like, I could pay for my kids to go through yeah. college. Oh, that's true. This. That one true. Yeah. And Riggs is like, take it. It's drug dealer money. Also, the fact that, like, this is a movie that's based on a friendship of two males. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like. So that's that's a good thing, too. Yeah. You didn't get that a lot, especially in an action movie like this. Well, and, and he's. Um, like, Donald Glover does. Danny Glover does a lot of things by the book. Donald Glover doesn't. It doesn't. No, he's just he writes his own rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Donald Glover. Damn it, Danny Glover. Donald you got me Glover. doing it now. I'm so confused. Danny Glover, mm-hmm. like his Murtaugh is by the book, right? Childish so, Gambino is not. <laughs> Murtaugh is by the book, yeah. and so uh, when he says. Like you see him consider right. doing the right thing with the diplomatic community or the illegal or the thing, yeah. and he just says, "Nah, screw it," mm-hmm. and and does what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of this like, when do you support? You know, when when do you do? You know, when do you do a bad thing for a good reason? Yes, that's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, question two. Um. Would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Well, obviously, they made a show, a television show. Yes. Uh, with uh, Wayne's, and then... How do you feel Chance about... Chance Crawford, maybe something like that? How do you feel thing? about him as... Uh, Who? Murtaugh. I watched the first three episodes of the show. I kind of enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. I thought that pilot was pretty strong. Um, I heard that there was... I heard that the character, the guy that played Riggs, was um, terrible to work with, and that's why he got fired. And then they brought in um, what's his face? Can't think of his name from American Pie. Um, so they brought him in. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's a totally different character. I want to assume. Um, so I was kind of okay with it, but it's not something I would finish by any means. Yeah, something on a stupid day where what do I have to watch? Fine, I'll watch this. Um, but if I did, how about this? If if we were to maybe reboot this into like a movie, I kind of think the Danny Glover, because I'm calling him Danny Glover, is I honestly think um, Terry Crews would be a good Murtaugh. Oh yeah, he you would know what be I mean? Money. I really think that he would be. And um, for Riggs, I'd, I'd have to think about that. There yeah. are many people that could do that. Um, but I really think the Terry Crews for that. Yeah. But cancel. Yeah, I agree. For this series, I say cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I need to see like a here we are later kind of storyline or where they hand it off no, to the next generation. To, yeah. I just don't think you need to. And I also don't want to like reboot it necessarily. The TV show is one thing. 
but the show I, tried, I, and uh, yeah. you know, kudos uh, for trying. Yeah, like, and I know they replaced Clay. Uh, what's his name? Clay Crawford. Clay Crawford is his name. I couldn't. Sean William Scott yeah. with Sean William Scott. That's what. It was which was. probably should have been anyway. Like I. I don't like Clint Crawford. I think he plays a lot of sleazy characters, or he plays characters and he just plays everything sleazy. It seemed like he was a prima donna for this show. Like they were, he was complaining about Wayne's, and I think Wayne the I think Wayne's didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, I just I also think yeah. just cancel it. Um, do you think this movie stands on its own? I actually think it does because everything kind of gets explained to me yeah in a way uh, everything else is just kind of like their partners you know yes. what I mean and he's kind of the wild one and he's kind of the guy that goes by the book yeah there's nothing really that they don't explain from the first movie that really pertains to this movie yes if you think about it do you know what I mean so I think it does honestly um I think it does, but I don't think it's the strongest. Oh, it's not the strongest, but it does. I think I think you are. It's the tropes are well known enough that you are willing to accept it because you're like, oh, I think that means this. But I think it's yeah. Between it, it we've seen, but this. it's not the strongest. No, it's not the strongest standing on its own. But not I think really. it does, but only because we've seen so many movies mm-hmm. where it uses this kind of thing. Sure. Uh, does this make you want to watch the first one? Yeah. Yeah. I think this was fun enough that I could watch the first one. Yeah. Was not a problem. Um, I think it makes me want to watch the third one more because I want more Joe Pesci. I mean, I figured he probably would be. In the, I think he's in the, the, all, all he's, of them. Yeah, after. he's in the fourth one. So too. I think this actually makes me want to watch the third one more because I want to know. I've seen the first one a couple times. Yeah. Um. Uh, I just want more of them. Yeah. More of the story with them to grow a little bit. But other than that, I don't really want to. So. I, I like, I think the thing that I do like about the series in general is that uh, they, it's not like in the next movie, originally Leo was going to be gone in the second, in the third mm-hmm. movie. Like he wasn't going to come. They were like, they just mentioned him being away somewhere no, but when wrong. they rewrote him they rewrote it they put him back in there and then he was like a real estate agent and then because he was trying to go legit and then the third one he's uh actually a private investigator or the fourth one he's a private investigator okay so like you know i like that they keep him in there but then like each movie so like they add renee russo in the third one and she's there in the fourth one also and so i like that they're growing and it's almost like their family of characters is growing too. Yeah. It's not like a, where you have the movies where like they add a bunch of characters and then in the next movie, Oh, they're gone without explanation. Of, like I feel like a lot of the, uh, mission impossible movies kind of do that where they grow the family or not that they grow their family, but they're like, that person was in this movie and now they're not in this movie. I don't know. That's just, me yeah, though. maybe I'm being stupid. That, and it happens in movies all the time. Yeah, it happens in like sequel movies, movies where yeah. people just are no longer there. Yeah. Next question. Some of your experience in two words. Oh, go ahead. You you first. I would say. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but. Uh, let's just say. My two words are are lethal <laughs> rejection. What? <laughs> There's a lot of this movie that it feels like there. It's two movies in one, right? Yeah. Like it feels like you get the shame blackness of it. 
Yeah. But then all because you get the, like the noir of it. But then yeah. it's almost not not too noir, not yeah. too much noir. But then also not enough. Like I was telling you, like this movie doesn't go far enough. It almost becomes too complicated and not complicated enough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like how the plot kind of reveals itself. It's almost too complicated. But then you're like, it should have been complicated. But it should have been mapped out a lot better. Yeah. So, yes. Lethal rejection. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say. I, this, these, again, I'm a, I'm a diehard, not a lethal weapon. Fan. Yeah. I'm going to say spin kick. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, you would say spin kick. Well, it's it's like you have these moments that it's like, uh, you know, it has this this great impact and this big like, oh hey, I'm, you know, like uh, these cool things. Like spin kicks look cool, yeah. But when you're done, you're just dizzy, and that's what it seems like to me. It's like they have these cool moments, but then when you like kind of go yeah. back and you're like wait a minute, the guy killed his wife? Like, it's Uh-oh. stuff where it's kind of like, it. something seemed cool, but then when you think about <laughs> them, they don't really work so well. Oh. So, so that's... Like the movie Sidekicks. Yes. With uh, Chuck Norris and, and... Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Brandis. A lot of yeah. kicking going on in that one. Yeah. A lot of sidekicks, you would say. It is true. Yeah. yeah. So I would say you've been deuced by, uh, for this episode. For your agree. listener's choice. So thank you, listeners, for that one. <laughs> Appreciate that coming through for us with not Smurfs 2 and Lethal Weapon 2. So yes. Thank you. Where can people find us, Jeremy? Uh, people can find us at the deucepodcast.podbean.com. You can find us on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Oh, it's not iTunes anymore. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, you can find us uh, at the nophonynetwork.com sure. along with all of our network mates. Um, you can find us, uh, let's see, you can go to our Facebook page and uh, join up there. Uh, for those of you who are who have tried, it's not the deuce from HBO, just so you're very clear <laughs> on that. Um, and then, of course, uh, the Deuce Podcast uh, on Twitter. Sure. Or the Deuce on Twitter. There you go. Speaking of Sean William Scott, remember we were talking about that earlier? He is going to be in our next series of movies. We are going to be doing summer movies. Oh, yeah. And he is in American Pie 2. We're going to do that in a couple weeks. But first, our uh, the first movie that we're going to do is next week is going to be, um, oh, Adam's Family Values. Adam's Family Values. Because this is not a Thanksgiving movie. I will go out of my way of not saying that or Correct. of saying that. Yeah. Because so many people put this as a Thanksgiving movie, but they do a Thanksgiving scene at summer camp. It's a summer camp. It's a summer movie. So we're going to be talking about that. Yes. So we're going to do that. We're going to do uh, American Pie 2. And then we're going to do a little meatballs too. Meatballs. Should we eat meatballs while we're talking about meatballs? I think that's a good I idea. I think that's a good idea. So look for those coming up. Look for summer movie sequel series. So that should be fun. So that's going to happen for the rest of your June. So, okay. Go so ahead. we drink a Sam Adams while doing Adams Family oh, Values. No. Eat some meatballs while doing It has some American pie. And some pie while we're doing American no, pie. No. Okay, I sure. Whatever. That's a great idea. We could do that. So remember, folks, the sequel is king.
走。